Corporate to Calm podcast. In 2017, I realized my personal life was completely at odds with my professional life. I am now on a journey to speak with entrepreneurs, community leaders, and beyond to discover what motivated them to make the change, what motivated them to move from corporate to calm. Welcome to um, the first episode of Corporate to Calm, and I'm delighted today I have Ruth Dempsey here from Finders Keepers, an amazing shop in Bray, and um, I'll let Ruth take away and introduce herself. Hi, Ruth. Hi, Linda. Hi, um, so I'm Ruth. I run Finders Keepers in Bray. Um, I've been in business in Bray for, I think this is my fourth year this year, which is crazy. Um, And then I have been kind of self-employed on and off for about nine years. Oh, wow. And um, like, where did the career begin? Like, where did you, where did you start um, before you had your own business and everything like that? What was the... Um, well, my family have always kind of been quite entrepreneurial. Um, my parents ran uh, a B&B in Avoca for years. So I've kind of always been around, you know, hustling and stuff like that. And just, you know, grinding and knowing how to, you put the work in and the, the money comes. Yeah. That, that kind of thing. And, and then just pure, just from working lots of jobs that I realized that I don't I work better by myself than I do for other people um and it kind of finders keepers really started um really out of the recession um I moved to Australia for a short period of time and then I came home smack bang in the middle of the recession so what, some what sort of ta- like what sort of time are we talking like 2010 so, or um so 2011 2011 okay yeah yeah um came home obviously there wasn't any jobs around um and I'm not one for sitting still like I like my calm moments but I like to have something to keep my mind busy Um, and I've always kind of been into like fashion and vintage and stuff like that and I kind of always just kind of bought for myself but then I kind of realized I, I would see stuff out at like markets and stuff. I'm like, well, I wouldn't necessarily wear that, but that's really cool. So I'll buy that anyway. And then I kind of just amassed a pile of stuff that wasn't for me, but wasn't for anybody I knew. Um, and I remember there was a platform, it's still around now, but it's not as as prevalent for vintage selling called Etsy. And I kind of began on that very wow. small scale yeah um and it's kind of and was Etsy was that the price was Etsy really did that it was a kind of more secondhand stuff that they had yeah so back then like Etsy is kind of a lot different now but back then it was predominantly vintage and secondhand and handmade whereas now kind of anyone can set up an Etsy and it's it kind of their ethos has changed as they got bigger uh, which is fair enough yeah no shade on Etsy I just wouldn't particularly use it myself now but it was a much easier platform than say the likes of eBay then yeah and were you doing that from your house like was yeah that, yeah yeah like this business has come through five houses that I've lived <laughs> in uh, I've 
pulled for the business across the globe so it's, it's been it's been fun and I've, I've done it even while I've had a quote-unquote real job it's yeah. always been part of me I, I don't think I could ever give it up and do you think that um do you think that having the entrepreneurial background like your family and everything like that that was what gave you the courage to do it um, or was it was it a combination of going uh, I'm not going to listen to anybody else or I'm not going to be <laughs> a bit of both yeah I just every like normal job I've had bar maybe one or two I've just not enjoyed okay um not to say that I would if I went back I would do it all again because I think every job I've had I've learned something and um, say like an office job I've had I could not answer the phone even if if it was 999 and they were ringing me I'm like no you know what they'll leave a voicemail (laughs) um so like from that office job I you know learned that yeah well I have to answer the phone that's my job and like I learned a lot of like skills I use every day in that job say when I worked in hospitality I learned to be nice to your waitress (laughs) and yeah so So is it a case of that you nearly needed those experiences to bring them into it yeah I feel like everyone should work at definitely retail and hospitality someone like you should you should have some toe in the waters for those just so you know how to treat people in who work in those fields (laughs) and how not to be treated yes (laughs) Um, oh that's great and um, so um, I'm just looking at your Instagram and everything like that and um, I know we spoke about routine um, a little bit just before we came on um, have you found that lockdown has changed your routine has your routine grown as the business has grown have we, and what are your tips for a good routine in business and um, yeah so my my routine has changed with with the lockdown and everything um, but I'm quite a routine based person I like to know that I'm doing something at x time and my brain won't forget that I'm doing this thing at x time and yeah but as far as building a routine for your business it's it is hard because there's a lot to do and you just have to remember that everything isn't going to get done on the one day especially if it's just you like there's days where I try and get everything done and I beat myself up and I'm like oh well I didn't get this done but I don't focus on what I did get done and so just yeah start like with the small things so say like previous to lockdown my shop's open it's normal like my routine would be yeah go up get my coffee from Catalyst saunter up I'm probably about five minutes late to open but that's okay Um, (laughs) and too busy chance for the lads um you have to keep morale up on the on the arcade as well in fairness (laughs) (laughs) um then I'll always take my daily wave photo which started as like a funny thing to send to my mom and she was like you know like you get dressed every day and your outfits are nice why don't you put it up on story and then the rest is history and even just like checking emails stuff like that and then when then when I'm running the shop kind of routine does go out the window unless it's like a delivery day because yeah no day no two days are the same yeah um 
but it's yeah just even just regimented times like I generally when the shop's open I wouldn't really take a lunch yeah or anything I just have snacks in my bag or text somebody to get me coffee number two or the grant (laughs) and um in relation to like um that daily wave and everything like that um has that is that something that you've missed um I know it was still but it like you know the the online versus the um bricks and mortar like what what have what has probably been the most difficult thing over the past year for you is it missing the people or it's missing the people but not even just the people it's the like normality of things Mm. like even when I was open before Christmas it was the same but it was different okay um and not that I didn't enjoy it I did enjoy opening before Christmas it was nice to have the hustle and bustle again and like seeing my regular people pop in even just for a chat um, but that's that's what I, is what I feel like is kind of gone now. Like I would have customers that have been coming to me since I opened and maybe they've never bought something, but we've had the best conversations. And like, right. I feel like that's kind of lost now because you have to have an essential journey to go somewhere now. You have to be like, oh, yeah. I have to go there and get this. Um, and I feel people like can't feel feel like they can come in and just browse they feel like oh well if I go in I have to buy something which isn't the case yeah yeah and um, so it like it's been hard but I'm grateful that like the move to online was relatively seamless Um, my thing yeah. is I feel and like once I go, yeah like I feel like once I go back to like normal shop I feel like I have to relearn how to be me again <laughs> like shopkeeper me yeah and what about like I know I was just going to come on to online and like the positive reaction that that you've had to your website and I know that you know the people are look forward to your drop every Friday um on the website and do you think that when life if it returns to normal there is a place for for both there that 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 you know or will it get to a case where like I just like for me looking at you I'm like you seem so busy all the time in lockdown you know and like where is that time going to come from for the shop as well I know <laughs> that was kind of my thing when they're like oh yeah you know May will probably be able to back re back open and hopefully we won't have to close again and I was like yeah what am I gonna do <laughs> because like previous to this I was working six days a week yeah. with just Sundays off and I don't I couldn't get rid of the online because like I'd say a lot like I'd say at least 70% of my online are people that generally are not going to get into the shop they they live it up north or in right. Cork or Galway and I'm like they're not going to come all the way to Bray just from my little yeah. corner of the world um, and I feel like even sourcing stock for online is quite different to what would sell in the shop like some really? stuff yeah really? some stuff that like would sit in the shop for weeks would go in 10 minutes on the online it's just people are really? looking for specific things online whereas if you're in the shop you're kind of browsing and something might catch your eye that kind of way yeah. um, so probably what will happen is either I hire somebody which terrifies me yeah, like, yeah <laughs> um, <I understand> <laughs> or I kind of split the week and I'm 
I cut down my in-store hours and I have like set days for the online set days for the shop. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I kind of, I've tried to sit down and think about it. Then I kind of get a bit panicked. So I'm like, I'll just wait till closer, maybe April. I'll think about it. <laughs> yeah. When I, I mean, that's the thing. We still don't know where we're going with this. Yeah. So it, it's sometimes you're kind of like, why am I overwhelming myself? Um, with this decision now but it's I just think it's amazing to see where the online has gone and um I, I'm always surprised I'm always like who's going to pop up as a model from Ray this week <laughs> I'm like if you're out and you're well dressed get my coffee prepare for me to be coming over to you and be like hey are you free on Thursday <laughs> do you fancy putting a few a few threads on <laughs> And it's funny and, um, when some people are like, oh, I say I shot with um, Ruby, one of my favorite people, which is a great friend of mine. And I remember saying to her, oh, I would love to shoot with Cam, who is now our like male model. And she was like, oh, yeah, I'll sort that out for you. Brilliant. I, I had seen him around, but I'd, I'd never had the. I could never just go up to him and be like, hey, let me oh. take your photo. <laughs> I know but isn't that nice that all these relationships evolve as well and people just want to help you you know that's the thing that she's like I'll sort that no problem no problem um is there anything that um people don't know about you is there have you any fact like that somebody might not know about you or (laughs) um I'm actually very much an introverted person despite what I might portray online I'm very shy and anxious and yeah just off in my own world most of the time um what else um I'm older than people think I think just because the shortness makes me look younger I think not the eye bags or anything oh stop shortness and cool clothes (laughs) yes um what else um yeah I'm trying to think it's written one about me of course there is and in in relation to just even um moving on from that and moving on to um the whole idea behind finders keepers and we've talked about you know your your passion for um working for yourself as well but the whole slow fashion and vintage um area and the fact that um you know there's so many fast fashion outlets and like even now I think I mean I'm I'm sure there's plenty of places that don't want to open back up because they're selling so much online but what what makes you so passionate about vintage or slow fashion what do you prefer to call it uh, I call it vintage, but yes, yeah, slow fashion is is kind of the same. Like slow fashion kind of encompasses, like say, if say people making like sustainable clothing out of like organic cotton, that kind of mm. encompasses slow fashion and vintage. Um, I'm kind of just passionate about it because I feel like my generation were the first generation to really grow up on like disposable clothes. Yeah. And like it kind of it's regimented into kind of everybody my age that yeah we buy a, a t-shirt we wear it once and we don't care we don't once it's thrown out we don't think about it again yeah 
whereas I, I've always like I'm the youngest of three so I was always wearing my brother and my sister's cast offs and I was like well these are still pretty good like yeah um, and I just I like the fact that stuff has a story stuff is built then I feel like more than now it's built to last like I have a denim jacket that my mum got secondhand when she was about my age and it's you could see it on the rack anywhere and it's still in perfect condition and it's gone through her adolescence and my adolescence and I yeah. still wear it yeah um, so it's just yeah I'm passionate that like people can dress how they want to they can have their like they can express themselves but they don't have to feed into fast fashion like I'd be lying if I said everyone has to be 100% sustainable at all times because it's not feasible mm. it's not not in a modern world yeah like but like there is even just small changes you can make like yeah not gone on ASOS every week even if you want something off and buy it twice a year yeah wear it yeah yeah and I think I and like for me personally like I know I like I'm one of those people that go into you for a chat <laughs> but I bought a couple of outfits off you and yeah, you've some stellar dresses <laughs> yeah and like w- one thing that was unique for me was I bought an, a wedding outfit off you and it cost me more to tailor it to my size than it was to purchase off you and I think I've got the most compliments on that outfit I've worn to a few weddings and um like I'm proud to say that it's vintage and I'm proud to say you know and people just like I think people my age and older just have such a you know it's rather than vintage they see set they hear secondhand yeah you know, do, do, does that make sense? Even, even when I was growing up, when I used to love going into charity shops, when I was pretty much from when I was about 12, I used yeah. to love going to them. But there was a lot of people, even that I went to school with, were like, oh my God, you're going into St. Vincent de Paul. Oh my God, you can't be seen going into there. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I'll go in and buy all the nice things. See you later. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, it's like, it's, and it's changed a lot in recent times. Like, it's not, you're not oh well you're on the bread line if you have to shop in a secondhand shop not necessarily and there's like a whole thing online that it's like oh well you shouldn't shop secondhand because you're taking it from somebody who needs it and it's all it's a whole spiral but I know there's so (laughs) many different implications aren't there but I mean oh I, I know what you mean in the sense that if you have the money to buy yeah somebody not necessarily sorry yeah I just tweaked that I, I, yeah I can understand that as well but then you're thinking long term here as well and bigger picture and about yeah. lo- like the world really aren't yeah, you? If, 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 if you thought everything and you took everything like that into consideration you'd never get dressed in the morning yeah <laughs> yeah well that's it and you, you, I mean you you wouldn't think about where your fast fashion comes from if you have it in yeah. your, your wardrobe like you know yeah. it's not yeah yeah no I understand I understand um and for you, um, thinking about like fashion and what's what's like if you were to kind of suggest to somebody 
like the top kind of couple of items that they might have in their wardrobe like for you what is your your like two or three kind of staple pieces like that 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 you should have (laughs) I sound like such an Irish person but jeans and a nice top yeah can can get you 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 could go to a wedding in jeans and a nice top yeah you go to a funeral in jeans and a nice top everything um but as far as vintage goes definitely there it's it's a journey to find a good pair of vintage jeans but once you find them it's like finding I'm, yeah the golden ticket in really i'm still on that journey i don't know how many times <laughs> i ask you is there any flares in ruth is there any flares i have I loads but they're low rise at the yeah. moment no, <laughs> we don't need we don't need, we need don't, low no rise, with, need low rise. <laughs> no one needs low rise with the muffin top we're not Brittany. we're not Brittany. and <laughs> um, so yeah a good staple pair of jeans ideally like a mid-wash kind of suits all skin tones yeah um, and kind of goes with everything a good jacket whether that be a denim jacket a leather jacket like a little bolero or like a cropped jacket um, and something cozy because we all need a bit of comfort yeah um, and like a good vintage dress as, as you said when you got yours tailored like then it, it literally is made for you and you're yeah. you're getting something that's completely made for you yeah and like the confidence that brings you when something fits perfectly is yeah and it's like the, like- I know and then the other dress I have the um brown dress with the paisley in it that I oh my god like that's just and the amount of compliments you get and you're just like yeah thanks very much and instead of going yeah, yeah, no, yeah. you're not gonna be able to have it I literally yeah. have the only one yeah ever in the whole world <laughs> ever in the whole world um oh thanks for that that's great in relation um, the other thing I wanted to chat to you about um and I've like followed you on Instagram for a couple of years and one thing that I always notice about you that's you know very real um and a personal side to you is your self-care and your mental health care as well so um, can you talk to me a little bit about that? Um, I explained, like, I, I, I want to just point you down to the sea, I suppose, more than anything. <laughs> Pretty much. I, I'm, I'm a sea swimmer. I, not, not this time of the year, I still haven't the courage to get in, uh, but my boyfriend gets in every single morning without okay. fail. Yeah, I don't know how he does it. Like, even, like, the other day during, when it was, gale and wind and stuff like that but I do there is a lot to be said it's not just a a fad that it, because everybody's swimming now I've as long as I've lived in Bray I've swam in the sea but there's just it's like being reborn like uh, we refer to it as drowning the sad man so if you're ever having, having a bad day or your brain's just weighing you down getting into the sea because all you have you're your only focus is okay well I have to stay afloat I have to stay alive so you forget all the silly things that were weighing your brain down and then you're walking out and you're like what was I even worried about before that and like it goes for a lot of things like it's not just women even going for a good walk listening to a podcast yeah just doing something that just takes your brain out (laughs) yeah and what uh, have you any uh, podcast recommendations? Have you anything that you're listening to at the moment? Um, I'm a jack of all trades when it comes to podcasts. It kind of depends on 
eclectic taste. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love the Tommy and Hector podcast. Oh, yeah. I feel like I'm literally just sitting beside somebody having a conversation in the pub and I'm just here eavesdropping. That's an incredible one. I love um I love a bit of true crime. Yes. Um case files is is my go-to for true crime. Um I love the Bill Burr podcast. Uh, he's a an American comedian. He's hilarious. He's very outspoken on a lot of things. So I like if something happened in the in the world, I'm always like, oh, I want to hear what he has to say about it. Oh, very good, very um, good. Yeah, there's the Rich Roll podcast for kind of like wellness and stuff like that. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting a lot of them, but they're the kind of the ones I very regularly listen to. And I have the privilege of um, looking at you now and I can see loads of plants in the background. Yeah. Is, that, <laughs> is, that, is that pre-lockdown or post-lockdown? Because I can see a lot of people are like loving the plants in the lockdown. Uh, no, uh, pre-lockdown i'm yeah, a cra- crazy plant lady <laughs> <laughs> there's plenty there to to keep you occupied as well and as far as this woman is concerned when do you stop when is your so i the last swim i had was new year's day oh uh, that's not too yeah but then previous to that i had two swims in december and then one in november on my birthday but like consistently nearly every day swimming it'll probably be like mid-march till like september yeah. i'll like go like every day or every other day yeah and like, are you are you one of those people that now when if you do swim in, on new year's it takes you the day to heat back up or is oh, that bit- especially this year i don't know i was chattering yeah and I felt like it took me a couple of days to warm up after that. <laughs> yeah, I hate being cold. That's the reason I love sea swimming. I love and I mean, I really do admire everybody that goes down every day. But I'm just like, what are you talking about? It invigorates you. I'm like, I'm freezing for hours after. <laughs> well, you see, you have to be mindful of what you're putting on afterwards. Totally, and then yeah. my boyfriend had such a good idea and it is a game changer to bring like a big flask of not boiling water but like in a thermos yeah so when you get out put your hands and your feet put the hot water on your hands and your feet at least then you're like okay I'm a human being again yeah slightly and then you can get dressed without like you know when your your hands and your feet go numb and you're like this is great I'm really enjoying myself Um, I have yeah I have, I have friends who bring water bottles with them and everything like that and hot whiskey I think hot whiskeys have become, became very popular over Christmas down there as well nice. why not <laughs> yeah yeah and then I, I mean cats being at the beach is a game changer that's a game changer um so from corporate to calm like we're kind of about risking everything to create your own happiness I suppose more than anything else so if you where to give a couple of pieces of advice to somebody who's just just on the cliff face and thinking of jumping off and whether they're in a corporate position for like 10 years or whether they've been traveling or you know any any kind of um state of their life and they're just thinking I want to do something for me I want to do something entrepreneurial what would you say to them I would say do it you're gonna wish you did it sooner 
I wish I did it sooner than I did. Um, but like, I mean, practical advice would be have money in your bank account, like have savings because the first couple of months are going to be a lot of money out and not a lot of money in. Um, so like have, say if you're doing it from home, have like multiple months of your mortgage or your rent put by so you don't have to stress about that because money stress is one of the biggest yeah things um start small don't think that oh well someone i saw on instagram blew up overnight why can't that happen to me that's fluke it might not even generate sales it might just look right on the internet so start small find your niche just because someone else is doing what you do doesn't mean that they'll do it the same way as you do it yeah so don't compare yourself to anybody else and yet find what works for you and what makes your business and your corner of the universe special and like that's going to be your selling point um what else have people who understand what you do and who give good advice have them around you because I think if I didn't have those in my life I'd have given up (laughs) really yeah there there was a couple of hard months especially when I first started and I was I had put a lot of money into this and I was like have I made a huge mistake and I'm kind of the kind of person especially if something new I like to be good at it right away Mm -hmm. and it's it's just a flaw with me but um I remember there was I'd say I, I think it was maybe month three or four and it was quite quiet. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it till the six month mark. And if I'm not doing well, maybe, I, you know, I'll just have to, you know, grin and give up. And I, my mum and my boyfriend are my biggest fans. They mm-hmm. could talk me down off bridge. Um, and they were like, no, you know what? like this is your dream you are you can do it there's just like you need to to write it out and I did and it literally I'd say it was maybe month eight like kind of that the summer after I had just opened and something just clicked and it's been and do you think um from something just clicking do you think that it's what has helped the bit has social media been pivotal or has it been word of mouth or what 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 has been um because as you say and, and you know if somebody's doing it better like maybe it's just a fluke and they're and if they're doing it re- you know because you had eight months of really getting the head down and, and and working hard was there anything or do you think it was just things worked and things came I th- together I think it was kind of a, a lot of things it, I feel like it was yet yeah, like divine timing good word of mouth social media definitely helped and like I feel like social media word of mouth as well because yeah. like people are constantly posting what they're wearing and people are like oh well I want to go vintage shopping but don't necessarily want to go into town oh there's one in Bray cool and yeah. um, I was kind of just like oh like one friend got something that she told her her friends and mm. that kind of thing and I feel like especially with Bray it's part of the reason I absolutely love it here is it's very 
like community and like hub based yeah like people like to just support local yeah yeah that's brilliant yeah it is it's great yeah um, like I remember during the summer like I think it was summer 2019 is probably one of my favorite summers of all in the shop but I remember like the amount of people that would like have their Bray day and they'd come to Bray they'd go get their iced coffee on Florence Road they'd come to me and then they'd go to double eight for dumplings and it was like just a whole like ex- Bray experience and yeah yeah that makes me happy <laughs> oh no it was great I remember I remember the times and um like uh, the older generation would be walking through and you'd have the the bag days for what's going on up in the arcade <laughs> yeah and I forget that the last one I did was like the one I was like oh god I don't think I can do these anymore I remember like the queue was like down <laughs> half the main street and I was like okay yeah I think the shop's too big to do these anymore <laughs> <laughs> it was like I know I've made it because I don't have to do it anymore <laughs> um yeah we are we are a good community in fairness it's, it is great and is there anything else that you would like to share is there any all I can think of yeah just like if you're thinking about starting your business do it it doesn't matter how little you do it doesn't matter if you have a real air quotes real job like having something you enjoy doing is worth more than any amount of money yeah like for your brain like you can work a crap job that makes you loads of money but you're miserable or you can work a job that you really enjoy make a living pay your bills and you're going to bed with a smile on your face and that's 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 everything yeah (laughs) and where can people find you if they're looking for you (laughs) yeah Uh, so on instagram finders keepers Bray, uh, I try and post stuff every day. But some days I'm like, oh, it's six o'clock. <laughs> Where did that day go? Um, but yeah, Finders Keepers Bray, I'm on Facebook as well. And I have a website where there's yeah, the new drops every Friday at eight o'clock. It's finderskeepersbray.com. Excellent. Thank you very much. Thanks a million. Um, oh, before actually um, we go, I do have, I'm going to ask everybody a uh, quick fire round. Um, lovely love that I've got I've got a couple of uh questions for you and well it's not questions it's just picking between one or the two one or two um choices so Ruth Dempsey from Finders Keeper your quick quick fire round do we say vintage or secondhand vintage Uh, vegan or veggie vegan Uh, coffee or tea oh depends on the time of the day going to my head tea savory or sweet savory online or bricks and mortar bricks and mortar Uh, 70s or 80s 70s all the way oh Courtney or Jennifer Jennifer Uh, oat milk or soy milk oat milk filter or no filter no filter Oh, good job. Vintage tea, vintage blouse. Vintage tea. Uh, Stanley or Creed? <sighs> no, Stanley. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> waist or flares? 
High waist. Nineties uh, or noughties? Nineties. Stevie or Lindsay? Oh, Stevie. Yeah. No <laughs> question asked. <laughs> Jeff or Gina? Jeff. Jim or Dwight? Dwight. Dogs or cats? Cats. <gasps> Copper and straw or catalyst? Oh, you can't do me like that. <laughs> I won't. I won't make it. Both. I can't. Both. Good answer. Yeah. Good answer. Ruth, thank you so much for chatting to me. Um, my first podcast, my first Corporate Cam podcast uh, guest was Ruth Dempsey. Thank you so much. Thank Ruth. you. Thank you. Brilliant. And see you soon. Yeah, see you very soon. I can't wait to listen back. And my mum will definitely listen to it about a thousand times. So if you have a couple of listens from Australia, that's who it is. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a million. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Corporate to Calm podcast. Please subscribe, leave a nice review, or simply come back and listen to us next time. I'm Linda Monaghan, motivating you to make that leap from corporate to calm.